0: Hey, everyone. I just want to say, first off, thank you to everyone who reaches out for the support. Um, And just welcome to all of our new listeners. It's great to have you all. Um, It's been fun to see this channel grow even more over the last several months and to see all of our new listeners. Um, What I would just say, if you guys haven't, go check out. We have over 150 episodes. Uh, Really, literally the last year, probably everybody that's been on our podcast is people from our course that have been able to break in. So these are real people that get real results. Um, But I just wanted to just say, welcome. So excited to have you all. Also wanted to give a quick shout out to Brandon and to Christian, both students that got hired this week through our course um, with top companies. So super proud of you guys. I just always want to plug those guys because we know how hard you guys and girls work inside our course and to watch you guys get hired, it's, it's everything. So congratulations to both of you. Um, so super proud of you guys. And if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales, please feel free to reach out. Again, we do this on a weekly basis. If you guys haven't on our Instagram, you would have saw on Monday, we had a crazy day. We had uh, we had off. We actually on Monday and Tuesday within 24 hours we had three job offers come in. We got VP uh, final rounds booked that people are flying out to Connecticut, um, and then we also got somebody who got three interviews set up that day. So again, it's just been a a fun time. Really able to just shout about it from the rooftops. And then also I just want to put out there for all my reps that are out there that are listening that listen to this and broken. We do have the new exciting first year in. Um, And I'm so excited because I just recorded our second episode ever. And I can promise you, if you just take 10% of what I said, you guys will make so much more money and you'll uh, progress so much faster in your career. Um, Again, it's no different than what we do here. Give out free value to help you guys just crush it because again, that's what we're here to do. So if you guys are to go check out First Year In, um, right now we're just on podcast. We are going to be working on getting us on all socials, just like everything um but if you guys are a rep i think just so you know i did just see i thought it was just on spotify for some reason it should be on every episode or every podcast platform so um if you're looking and you don't see it on apple it's on spotify i'm gonna work on trying to get it on all platforms but again that's just to help you guys once you get into the industry you guys are gonna learn how i took the lowest performing territory in the nation to over uh, top 10 but also it's not just me we're gonna have other reps on there we're gonna have a share experience we just did a fun guest that i came to share with you guys next week on that one um and then also you know, just going over how to, how to grow your territory, real life experiences that I went through so you guys can see what it's like and then also how to grow your territory, how we've had reps, associate reps go from associates to full line reps in under eight months and go making that six figures and, and get in that career and get, just progress. Again, just no different than what we talk about in the course here. All we do is save you time and money. Same exact thing in that process is if we can teach you guys how to do your job better and then know what the next job you're going for, you know how to prep and prepare for it. That's how we get people hired. And so I just wanted to touch on that. Um, but again, you guys, if you are wanting to reach out, feel free. LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin. Love connecting with you all. New to medical device sales on LinkedIn. We could, would love to always see you guys. We post about just helping you guys posting content that's going to be helpful for you guys breaking into medical device sales. So make sure to just come give us a follow because you're going to need a LinkedIn no matter what. Um, again, it's just Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn. And then again, if you guys are really interested in breaking in, you'll hear more. But just go back and listen to other episodes. We're just so, so proud of everybody in our group. And again, just the this continued success we keep having, it's just so much fun. So today is going to be super helpful and and give you guys a lot about knowledge about why companies hire, why you should be interested in this and how it's going to actually help you and and help you in the interview process and how to prepare and get ready and when is a good time to actually go after it. So I'm excited to bring you this episode. Uh, But I can't wait to talk to you all. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn at any of the platforms, TikTok, new to medical device sales, Instagram, we got it all. So just again, reach out. If you got questions, you can go and check out our links in the description, but let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to new to medical device sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and so excited to be coming to you today as always, but I will just be honest, it is hot. It is super hot. It is We just beat a record here in Phoenix, the most 110 degree days in a row. I think we are on officially, the old record was 18. We are now on official 20, I think. Uh, I think they're calling for 27 before it breaks or something like that. Um, But I do what I do when I tell you guys I go out for my runs. Today, I broke a record because I decided to go out when it was 114 degrees at 2 o'clock because I was able to schedule my meetings around that. Got myself a quick little 40-minute window, so I was like, I'm going to go run. And it was probably one of the dumbest ideas I've ever done because not only does running at that heat get you, it was, I was zapped afterwards, like had a shower. Oh my gosh. Need to jump in the pool, but the pool's like a bathtub. And again, you guys are like, I don't care. This has nothing to do with uh, medical device sales, but I figure I just let you into my life a little bit. Um, But I would just tell you, don't run in 114 degrees because it not only makes you tired, it gives you a headache and you're just zapped. Um, And probably not the safest, but I like to be crazy. I listen to Jordan Peterson or David Goggins while I'm out there running, uh, and then we're ready to take on the world. And everything seems easy after that. So that's a long little intro to welcome to medical device sales uh, coming into you guys today with an episode that I'm making because I've had a lot of calls lately, and I wanted to shed some light on hiring in medical device sales. And when I say hiring in medical device sales, I'm not saying I'm hiring you in medical device sales. I want to go behind why companies hire, what makes them hire. And certain time of the years that are different so again many of you don't understand q1 q2 q3 q4 which if you guys don't know that there's 12 months in a year they break them into the four quarters and so then they're going to have three months in each quarter right and then now you're going to be able to go and have q1 q2 q3 q4 which is going to be dependent on when they get approvals when quotas get rolled out when are they going to add people and so i wanted to go into that conversation today because It's something that comes up and with us going at the end of q2 there's a good reason why i'm going into this and why you guys should know about that um and and just going into those conversations but number one when we're going into hiring why is a company hiring so the thing that i get told all the time is that people will be like oh you know this company hires really slow this company hires really fast what's going on with it now when a company is going to hire there's a lot of different things that come into play and some of the things you need to think about is Are they hiring because somebody just left? Right? Are they trying to fill a position or are they hiring because they've had so much growth, they just need somebody else to come in? So they're trying to fill that. Or are they filling it because they are just predicting and thinking they're going to need someone in six months that it will ramp up? So they're going to go through that. The reason I'm telling you is all three scenarios I just told you are going to be three different hiring stages and they're going to be at three different times and paces. You know what I mean? So, for example, if they had a busy place that somebody just quit or got promoted, right? And that's where you got to check is sometimes they get promoted, so now they're trying to fill that associate sales rep role, or somebody quit, they took another promotion somewhere else, right? That's going to be dependent on how fast they're trying to hire. Because you I I hear this all the time, right? When that happens, usually they're trying to hire within 4 to 6 weeks. They're trying to go quick because they just got someone out, they need to put that someone in because now everyone on the team is picking it up. Compared to, I hear this with a lot of companies, there's like a certain one, I don't want to say their name, but like again, you guys will know them if you go through the processes, they're known for taking a long time, and a lot of times that's because they don't need to hire someone. they're looking at adding a position, but they they're okay, and it could take twelve to twenty four weeks before they even make a decision and that's just depending on why they're making the hire. So that's the number one thing that when you guys are going through this interview process, you need to go and in that first or second interview, again, first is usually with h r or the manager nonchalantly, and then number two. If you didn't meet with, if you met with HR, then you'll meet with manager for number two. If you met with the manager on the first one, they might have you meet with HR. You might just skip that all together, right? So there's, there's always the different steps. Each company does it a little different. But the reason I'm saying that is when you guys are going through that process, you literally need to ask, hey, just so I can have a better understanding, when is your expectations of having this hired? When are, when are you expected to have someone placed in this role? Because I just talked to someone today and I asked them that. They're in interview too. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, you should have found this out first round because now because we've had people that have gone through third rounds and i asked that question they don't know how can you know if they're going to get back to you in two days or in two months if you don't know the process because again they might be in no hurry or other people might be in a big hurry so you need to understand why they're hiring so when you're in that process you can do that number two you can also ask why is this position open right because there's going to be red flags if they're like the person just quit compared to all oh, the person got a, a, a promotion inside our company or this person took a a position or a promotion with outside our company, right? Always kind of getting the back end story because you guys are so happy and so excited to get into the industry. But sometimes you need to ask a little more questions on why is this open? Why are we doing this, right? Because, hey, they just quit. Well, why would someone, how long were they in the position? Eight months. Okay, why would someone who was just in for eight months just quit? What would cause them to do that right and of course the person who's hiring is always going to be like oh, they had something or whatever it is but you kind of have to start asking things because as you guys go through that process and you do this there'll be red flags that come up and you're like hmm this doesn't really add up when i talk to multiple other reps or multiple other people and stuff like that so that's just number one thing you need to think of is why are they hiring what what, what is the the timeline is are they hiring because they lost someone or they're about to add someone are they hiring someone because someone got promoted Or someone just left right and that's what you need to understand what kind of the reasons are as you go through that process it's okay to ask those questions so many people like oh i don't want to ask that because what if they get mad like if they get mad at that and they kick you out like you just saved yourself a whole lot of uh work and a whole lot of stress because that would have been a horrible job if they (laughs) they kicked you out for just asking about why you should go work at a company um so that's number one why are they hiring and that Why would you want to go work there all that stuff but what's the real reason that that's hiring is coming in now number two you have to understand everybody has like we talked about the different processes right for example a distributorship which we've gone over if you guys don't know what a distributorship is go back listen to our other episodes but a distributorship a lot of times they can do it in one two three interviews they don't have to go through because they they are hr they don't have to go through all the hr stuff compared to you go through medtronic or the uh, Striker Johnson Johnson Zimmer Biomet Smith and Nephew Abbott like uh, all the big names BD right we hear them all the time Boston Scientific like all these different names they have HR they have a lot of people there you're not just talking to one or two people and getting hired it is okay great now you go through the five to seven interviews that are with panels and you have to talk to this person this time and they follow up and you have to go through HR and they have to screen you and. You might have to take a test at a certain company. And so again, there's just all these different steps and each company is a little bit different. Um, So you just have to understand when you are getting hiring, what kind of the hiring process is like. And that's what I talk about with people who are interested in the course and we talk about all the time. Most of the people where they struggle is you just don't know the process. And that's why you can't win the game. Because I say, if you've been trying for over three months and you haven't broken, it's just because you're doing stuff wrong. And and that can be hard for people to hear because they're like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm getting interviews. What's this guy know? Well, if you haven't won an interview, Let me just say this. Our average person, average person's hired in under 10 weeks, 9.8 weeks. So if you've been trying for three to four or five months and you still haven't got in, I can just tell you, it's not the medical device sales industry, which every loser always blames. Oh, it's the industry. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, it's difficult. No, it's because you haven't done your homework and you don't understand it. And if you don't do that, how can you win? Right? And so I just say this all the time because people will ask me, number one thing is, Jacob, what, what, what's the advice you would give me? What do, what do you want me to do? And this has been an analogy I've been really discussing lately. So I played basketball. And so an easy way for me to explain it, if you guys play basketball, this will make sense. If you don't, you'll be like, what, he's talking Spanish. So just prepare yourself. But for example, when people ask me that question, it's like, hey, I can go tell you how we're going to talk about, we're going to do an in and out through the legs, behind the back, fade away three, right? But if you don't know how to dribble the ball, that doesn't make any sense to you because I can tell you do the in and out between the legs behind the back fade away three. But if you don't know how to actually dribble the ball, you can't do any of that. That's the exact same question. When you guys are like, I'm trying to break in. I, I, I'm, I'm going through what, what advice can you give me for interview four or interview five? You don't even know the game. You don't even know how to play the game. Let's bring it to baseball. You're trying to get all this different technique and all this game plan and how to do all these difficult pitches. And you don't even know how to swing the bat and catch the ball. could be pretty dang hard right and that's where i can just like bring some sarcasm into it and joke around with you guys is like if you guys don't know the process and you don't understand it which is that's all we do it's how we get people hired so quickly it's because we understand the process it's there's no guessing you just come in and do abc and you get the results compared to what you guys are doing i just had that i had four calls just before this interview or before this podcast why i'm saying this is because every single one yeah, I've been networking a lot. I'm just trying to figure it out. But then they asked me a question that we've answered a million times and it's the most generic. Like I just had somebody be like, yeah, so who'd you work for? You guys can imagine how I was like, good God, all right. Um, It took two seconds to look at that on LinkedIn. And I let them know that and I was very nice about it. But again, it goes back to when you guys do stuff like that, I know you're you're not even six to 12 months away from getting it, like getting into the interview process because people tell me all this all the time and I'll say it because I just said it to that per- this person. People will call me and they'll be like, Yeah, I've been trying for six or seven months, and I'm doing pretty good. I got to a couple third round interviews. I'm like, no, that sucks. You've done this for seven months, and you never won. Like you, you didn't win. A third round's not even. A lot of times, it's not even halfway so you've been trying for seven eight nine months and you haven't even made it to the halfway mark and then what people make the mistake of is they're going to try and don't how's the only way you guys learn because if you don't have a mentor you don't have someone like our course and have people like me telling you hey you do a b c you'll get the result because this is what they're looking for you're going to try to figure out the only way was how i had to do it hence why we have the course so you don't have to go through all the pain is Going through 14 different interviews, and the only way I learn about the difference between one and two is by getting there and then failing, and then have to go, and then maybe I get to two, and then three, and then failing, and then restarting, and doing that for six months, right? And again, you guys hear six months. Oh, I'll get in for six months. That was during COVID, guys, and 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 I just I hope you guys. I always tell you, I want you to use me as motivation. If I can do it, you can do it. But I also have to just be fully transparent with you guys. We're not the same. You're not out there running at 114 degrees every day you're not working at 7 p.m. on a Thursday night when you've been up since 4 a.m. and you just closed a pretty big deal and you're closed multiple deals and you've had several different meetings and like again I love your guys' encouragement I love your guys' enthusiasm but again just understand we're not the same and that's never like to be like I'm better than you it's just like let's wake up at 4 a.m. today together and Let's do a full day together. I'm okay with that because I already know the outcome. Because you might do it one day. You might do it two days. You're looking at someone who's done it for over seven years. I'm just going to win. I'm not going to stop. So that's a little rant that has nothing to do with this. um, But but the reason I am going on on that thing is most people will be like, oh, Jacob did it, so I'm going to do it. We're not the same. You're not me. You're not willing to get rejected 3,000 times over six months. You're not willing to get told you suck and keep going and smile. You're not willing to be it having people tell you how much. Oh, what do you know? What do you do? You're a your personal trainer. You have nothing to offer. And then keep going and keep encouraging other people while you do it. Right? It's just, I hope you guys hear it. It's like most of you guys are trying to figure it out by yourself. And you're trying to, oh, oh I, I know somebody. I just had this person. Oh, I know somebody. So I'm going to go do it out. Oh, great. How many people have that person? Has, how many times has that person got someone else hired? Oh, oh, oh they, they got themselves hired. Great. So they know how to get themselves hired. So let me make, that, make this the equivalent. We all know athletes that are God-gifted that can run a 4-4 and play in the NFL and holy crap. But you know what they can't teach? How to run a 4-4 and be athletic-esque crap and like do everything. You can be gifted for yourself and not know how to coach or teach anybody. It happens all the time. Look at most professional athletes. wonder why most professional athletes aren't coaches. Because they could do it, but they don't know how to teach it. And again, I'm not saying that they don't go to do it because they don't want to. They made so much money, they can do whatever they want. But you have to look at that because, again, there's I've watched this on baseball. People talk about like the guy who hit the mo- some of the most home runs. He's like, I just saw the ball slower than everybody else. That's why I had more success. I can't teach that. Right? The reason I'm saying that to you is I asked that guy, and then I'm like, how many, how long has your person been in the industry? And he's like, five months. So you're going to take advice from somebody who just got themselves hired. And are they crushing it? I don't know. Oh, okay. And that's who you're taking advice from. The reason I'm saying that, you guys, is I've gotten over a thousand people hired. I do this every single day. I just, I cannot wait. We cannot disclose the information, even though I just did it a little bit, but I cannot wait to tell you what is happening this week because it just goes back into why we do what we do, how we help people, and how I can be a person who speaks to you about it because of something I just closed. And we'll talk about it in the future. But because of certain things right now, I cannot disc- disclose all that information. um And so, The reason I'm just telling you guys that is who you have as a coach matters. Knowing the process and knowing what to do matters. Knowing somebody who knows how to be able to share it to you guys, because for example, you know what everybody tells me? Oh my gosh, you're dating ones. When you say it to me, it makes me laugh, but it makes so much more sense, but I've never thought about it that way. It's because I've done this enough and we know how to help you guys. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's gonna be really hard to win the game. So I just want to go on that. And now number three, the whole reason I wanted to make this whole podcast was because of quarters. So if you guys don't know, every company is usually gonna run On different quarters so for example most companies i will say this is usually do like january to march is q1 april may june q2 and then they'll go or it changes each one's a little different but for example i know companies like when i was with my old company q1 started in may so it was may june and july that was q1 and then you go to q2 right that's why like you'll hear oh q3 is usually the last three months of the year right but for some companies it's not So, you have to understand because why does that matter? Why am I telling you all of this stuff? You're like, I'm just trying to get hired. I don't care. Because if it is Q1, they are at the beginning of their year. But if they're at Q3, they're almost in Q4, they're at the end of their year. What happens at every new year? Reevaluations. Do we reorg or do we grow? Do we fire people? Do we grow people? Did this territory do really well and we need to add more people to it? So, we need to hire people or Did this do really poorly? We have it overstaffed and we needed to let some people go. Why is that important? Because where do you think the middle checkpoint is? Q2. Q2 is now the companies have enough data where we've gone halfway through the year. What are they gonna do? Why do we do sports and why do we have halftime? So we can see what the first half was like. We can make adjustments and now we gotta go execute so we can go win the game. Welcome to sports. Welcome to sales. Hence why I'm telling you this, is guess what we just finished for most of the companies and a couple companies are just about to do? Finishing Q2, halftime. Guess what's gonna happen over the next couple months? We need to hire people because we are doing really good in these territories. So we need more associates, we need more coverage, we need more clinical specialists, we need more reps because we're doing really good and if we wanna hit this number, we need to add people right now. And so this is where you can have people where organizations will then go and submit and they're like, hey, I, you guys might be going through this right now is, hey, we don't have the job right now, but it's, it sounds like it's coming. We just submitted for the approval because now they're at the point where they're actually looking to hire because it's Q2. They're seeing that they have traction. They might be in a territory that's absolutely crushing it or it needs some help and they're underperforming. So the only way they know that they can crush it is because they're doing it. They've got the feedback. They know they need to add somebody in this position that can go help and free up the rep so the rep can go sell more, right? Or this happens all the time somebody comes in makes a massive sale in q1 or q2 and guess what now they're going to crush quota but because they crushed it guess what they don't have enough staff to be up so for example i've seen this where people go make a uh, jump with a hospital it's one number one hospital and now they just brought four hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue or seven hundred thousand or a million dollars worth of revenue into their territory but guess what that means they just added a million dollars worth of surgeries on which means they need more supplies, they need more time, and there's more surgeries going on. Which, if you're just one person, and you're trying to cover those accounts, you can't always do it. So guess what? They have to do. They have to hire people who can go and hope. Sometimes they hire people just to be just at that account because it's so big, and it does so much business. And if it's a million dollars, guess what? That's a million dollars they don't want to keep. So they can come hire an associate for under two hundred thousand dollars. All said and done, again, let's just say they hire you at fifty or like eighty thousand dollars. Let's make math easy. They put you in at a hundred thousand dollars. They pay for all your other stuff, and it comes out to two fifty. Well, guess what? They just profited after they pay out reps. They pay out everything. The company just profited over half a million dollars. It makes financial sense, a business decision to bring you in, right? That's what you guys always have to understand: is this is a business. Every time they're bringing people in, they're doing stuff. It is at the end of the line: are we making money? Right? That is welcome to medical advice sales. So the reason I wanted to make this whole podcast and tell you guys. We are now in that Q2 for most companies, and like the one that I used to work into, they're just finishing Q1, which they're about to go into Q2. So, what do you think over the next two to three months will happen? You're going to start seeing job postings because even though there was reorg some places, guess what? They're like crap. We we went too short on this one. We need to help grow this place right now. Okay, they're going to start adding. Now, the reason I'm telling you that because what do you think happens in Q3? Do hires still happen? Yeah, every once in a while. But do you think somebody like if we get to the end of Q3? right? Do you think they're going to hire much as many people? No. Why? Because now we just have to wait three more months as a company to finish out the year. If you're already underperforming at Q3, the next one to two to three months probably is not going to change your territory if you're already running at 68%, most likely, right? And so they're like, well, we're not going to throw any more money into that. And vice versa, if you're crushing it, okay, maybe we have to hire people because you're really crushing it right now. But again, if you can just, hey, we're just going to hold off for another three months. Yeah, it sucks. You might have to suffer a little bit. But what happens at the end of, show sure you're at Q3, get into Q4. What happens at the end of Q4? Oh, brand new year, brand new quotas, brand new budgets. Now you see the game. So that's what I'm just trying to give you guys more insight on is why we're, I'm even talking about this, why we have our course, why we do this is guess what? Most people are like, oh, I'm going to wait till a job's posted. And I t- say this all the time. I don't have, I'm not going to even throw a percentage out there because the percentage is just in my experience. I mean, it's just making up a number, but like, let me just say this, the majority of jobs that you see on medical device, on LinkedIn, on certain websites, I'll say that, and things that you see posted are majority of times already filled. And let me tell you why, because I'm probably going to break the rules for you all and be like, what the heck? That can't be real. They have to because of HR. HR has to post a job for at least seven days and interview a certain amount of people so they don't do discrimination and they don't get sued so the reason i'm telling you that every one of you guys that are like no i'm still applying i'm trying to do it guess what you're wasting your time because most like for me i say this all the time my first job i got with that big company guess what got the call three weeks before the job was ever posted got told i was the person they were going with now they end up getting so many applicants, I still had to go through the six week process. But most of the time, because we get people that this happens for them, literally just did it uh, Monday with uh, Christian, one of our guys. He just got a job offer. We went and leveraged that job offer to another job offer. But those people were like, Hey, we're going to get you something in writing because you are, are our person, but we have not posted it yet. It has to sit on legally. We have to have it sit for seven days, and we have to interview at least a certain amount of people. And then we can give you the job offer, but we can't give it to you before then and we can't have you signed because legally we have to make sure we do that. So why the reason I'm saying that to you guys is because a lot of these job postings that you see, a lot of times are already accounted for. So the reason I'm saying that is why should, why am I saying all this? Because again, it goes back to the course. If you know how to play the game, you know how to win the game. If you go back to the last podcast, you just saw Katie get hired in under seven and a half weeks. You saw her make a call on, to a regional manager on a Tuesday, go in a fourth round interview on a Wednesday, final interview on a Friday and get a job for over six figures on a Monday. Why does that happen how to do it because we know the process you understand it and you know what to do throughout the process so you get the job but again if you just go from the job posting guess what That job's probably already accounted for and oh guess what i'm sitting here telling you most likely over the next several months there's going to be jobs opening but guess what if you're just sitting and waiting could some of those jobs still be open when you see them posted yeah they could be but guess what a lot of them are probably going to already be accounted for because somebody's been doing all the work and they're like hey this is your job, but we just have to post it. And then guess what happens? You guys who don't know what you're doing, it's like, oh my God, this, I just got it this week three times. Oh my gosh, my dream job came open in my territory, that, in my area that I want, I want more than anything. And that's my, I'm going to apply. I need to call the manager. I got a call. Every single time I got a call within three weeks. Sorry. Th- so, sorry usually it's about a week. Oh, they took the job posting down. Yeah. It was already accounted for. So the reason I'm just telling you guys, why did I just go into the details about the quarters? Why do you guys care about the quarters? Because the quarter is gonna line up with why they're hiring. Because again, it's what we talk about. What happens in the new year? Usually you're gonna see if Q1 is January, February, March, now you know why a lot of companies hire them. But the one thing I do have to say is, guess what usually happens in medical device sales? If Q1 is, let's just say January for fun. If I'm a rep, this happens to all of us reps. If I'm a rep and Q1 is January, February, March, Guess when I'm usually getting my quota so I know how much money I need to make for the year so I can hit my quota? A lot of times it's not till February or early March. Well, Jacob, how do you know what to do for all of January if you don't know your quota? Yep. The reason I'm giving so much sarcasm is it's the same thing with these things. A lot of times companies, they might have their budget ready to go and can start hiring people from January, but usually they won't even know what budget they have until February or early March and that's when they'll start posting all the jobs and get you hired at the end of q1 mid q1 to going into q2 but that's from their budget from the first year and then okay now we've already halfway through q1 but like this is the challenging part this is you'll learn this and we this is why we go into depth and why we have our other podcast first year in so you guys can learn all these tricks once you guys are in the industry but again it's what do you do in that time should you go crush it in the first couple of months well, what if that hurts you for your quarter right there's, there's all these things that come into it so again i wanted to make this podcast because i wanted to go in detail what what goes into hiring when should you go break in but the reason i just say that is i want you guys to know so you can be educated so you can go get the job if you guys are interested in breaking into medical device sales our average person breaks in in under 10 weeks at 9.8 weeks at 91k the last five people we got hired all got hired in under eight weeks at over 100k so we're very proud about that and also we just got two more people hired this last week so to us congratulations to christian and brandon super proud of you guys um, and again, if you haven't pressed that like and subscribe button, if you are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. If you guys are really interested in breaking into medical sales, link is in the description about the course, reach out. We don't take everyone. We only take five people a month right now and we go through the process, go click on the link. It will tell you everything you need to know. So I don't even have to waste your time here, but if you're really serious, we know we can get you hired if we take you. And yes, so thankful that you guys listened to us. Hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.